Welcome to the One Faithful Mom podcast. I'm Jennifer, and as the mom of two little boys, ages two and under, I rely on older moms for wisdom and encouragement, but there's nobody I rely on more than my own mom. Now you can benefit from her experience and godly wisdom just like me. So here's my mom, mother of 10, and may to an ever-growing passel of grandkids, Dawn Mole. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the One Faithful Mom podcast. I'm Dawn, and I am here for the fourth day in a row this week to continue our little mini series on how to homeschool. If you haven't joined us this week, um, I started on Monday, and we are covering five areas this week that you need to consider before you start a new school year with your children. Whether you homeschool, whether your children are going back to face-to-face school, or whether they'll be doing virtual school this fall, you don't have to be a homeschooler to get some good information from this mini-series that I'm doing. Yes, I'm calling it How to Homeschool, but really it's how to plan a new school year with your children. So I hope you'll stay tuned and be encouraged. Before we get started, if this is your first time tuning into this mini-series, I want you to do two things. The first thing I want you to do is go back to part one of this series, which is called How to Homeschool, Begin with the End in Mind, and follow through as I've done each session this week. So that that session released on Monday, the part two was Examine Strengths and Weaknesses. And then in the last episode, I talked about gathering the information that you're going to need in order to start a new school year. The second thing I want you to do, once you've gone back to the beginning, you're going to hear me talk about a cheat sheet that I created for you. So be sure you download that and print that out for yourself if you haven't yet. You'll need one for each child. You can print out as many of those as you want to. Once you sign up for it and it downloads automatically, you own it. You can print it out as many times as you want to this year next year, the year after, and in years to come. And I hope that will just be a helpful little resource for you and and that even next year, you'll come back to these little mini episodes and let me walk you through again in very small and manageable pieces how to start a new school year with your child. So to get your cheat sheet, if you don't have it yet, go to One Faithful Mom dot com slash begin. That's B-E-G-I-N for begin a new school year. OneFaithfulMom.com slash begin. Download your, your free cheat sheet, print it out, and then start listening to part one. And I'll just walk you through how to fill that sheet out for each child. So if you're all caught up to this point, you've begun with the end in mind, you've examined strengths and weaknesses of you and your children, you have gathered or begun to gather the information that you need. The next step is the I, and that is to identify your priorities. Now, I have not said in this podcast what the N that I'm covering in the next episode stands for, but... Those of you who have already printed out your cheat sheet know that you can see what the N stands for. So that's just another little incentive for you to go print out that cheat sheet so that 
you can learn what the N stands for too. That's in the next episode. For today, let's talk about identifying our priorities. So now that you know what you're aiming for, you've thought about the end, you've thought about graduation, and you've thought about the end of this year. Now that you've done that, you kind of, you have a picture in your head of where you're headed. Now that you've spent some time thinking through each of your children's strengths and weaknesses and your own strengths and weaknesses, now that you've learned what the laws are in your state, what homeschool method you think you want to follow, what some curriculum options are for you, it's time to get down into the nitty gritty and it's time to think about your priorities. Now, I want to start like I usually do with a Bible verse. And today I want to read to you. I've got my Bible here with me. You'll you'll oftentimes hear pages rustling in the background as I'm doing this podcast because I'm reading to you out of my real Bible. So today I want to read to you Psalm 90 and verse 12. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, So teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. And that's where I want to start as we begin with the end in mind, and as we examine our strengths and weaknesses, and as we gather the information, and we begin to identify our priorities, our number one priority for our children and for ourselves should always be spiritual growth. That is the number one priority, not math, not science, not reading, not making sure we have enough credits, not which co-op we're going to join. The number one priority is spiritual growth, spiritual knowledge and spiritual growth, which lead to wisdom. We cannot be wise if we are not increasing our knowledge of God's word and if we are not applying it and growing spiritually. That is how we become wise. Now, you might ask, well, why is it so important to become wise? Let's read another verse. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7. Turning to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7 says, The beginning of wisdom is this, acquire wisdom. And with all you're acquiring, get understanding. Another translation says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So wisdom is the principal thing. Without wisdom, none of the other goals we meet are going to mean anything or have any benefit for us except in a worldly way. So the first thing you want to think about as you're identifying priorities is spiritual growth. What are you going to do this year to help you and your children grow spiritually? Is there a Bible study you're going to work through? Are you going to attend um, church? Are you going to 
do Bible study workbooks? What are you going to do so that you and your children grow spiritually this year? That is priority number one. Priority number two, there are a couple of ways we could go with this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that priorities number two and three, I would say are kind of in a tie for me. So I'm just going to hit one first, but know that that doesn't necessarily mean I think it's more important than the next one. So I'm going to say priority number two is character. What character are you seeing in your children? Are your children obedient, kind, respectful? Are they merciful? Do they love others? Are they forgiving? Are they hard workers? Do they show initiative? Are they responsible for their age? All of these character qualities we want to look at and be sure that our children are growing in character. Can your child be trusted to do what you ask him or her to do? Do you trust your child to tell you the truth or is your child a liar? You have to know your child's character in order to set these priorities. So what I want to encourage you to do is sit down with your husband or your spouse. If there happens to be a dad listening to this, which would be kind of weird because I'm talking to moms, but just on the off chance, there's a dad listening here. Sit down with your spouse and talk about your individual children and what some of the character issues are that you see together that need to be worked on and lay some priorities for that. Now, again, you can't work on everything at once. So choose one character issue to work on. If your child needs to be more responsible, say they're an older child and they are very irresponsible and you have to always tell them everything they need to do, then maybe that's the first thing you want to work on with them is being more responsible. Maybe you're going to help the child create a list of things they need to do every day and what order they need to be done in. Or you can leave that to the child's discretion, but you're going to create a list with the child of their daily responsibilities. And then for the first several weeks, you're going to check their list every day and make sure they did it. And then you're going to start to back off and you're going to check their list twice a week. And then you're going to check their list on Fridays. And then you're going to check their list every two weeks, and then at the end of every month, and then at the end of three months. So in this way, you're baby stepping them towards growing in responsibility. That self-discipline that's so important to being a successful adult. Adults should not have to rely on others to tell them what to do. This is something that I speak to my children about all the time when I have to remind them to do something that they know they're supposed to do. I frequently tell them, listen, nobody tells dad to get up and go to work every day. He gets up every morning when his alarm goes off and he goes to work. And it just so happens that my husband is self-employed, so he doesn't even have a boss. And I tell them he has no boss to fire him or not pay him. 
He answers to no authority for his job. Of course, he answers to God, but you know what I'm saying, a human authority. But because he is a responsible adult who is disciplined and who shows initiative, he gets up every morning and he goes and he does the work that he has to do for the day so that he can provide and care for our family. That is why responsibility is so important because we need to raise kids who can do the things they need to do without anyone telling them to do them so that they can be a self-sufficient adult and can care for their families. So character issues, I'm going to list second. Your third priority, falling right in line with that, is what is your family like? Is your family close-knit? Do you feel like you're all bonded well together? Do you enjoy spending time together? Or do you almost never spend time together? I know there are families where every member is literally in a different room of the house all evening and they don't ever talk to each other. And there are families who do everything together. You don't have to fall into either one of those extremes, but I just want you to take a few minutes to think about what is the health of the relationships in your family. That needs to be a priority because I'm guessing you do want your children to come back and visit you when they grow up, right? I do. I'm not one of those parents who's counting down the days until my kids get out of my house. I want my kids to come back and see me and stay here, not live here necessarily, but to come and stay with their kids. I want us to enjoy our times together. Well, that starts now. That doesn't start when they're adults. You have to build those foundations while your kids are young. Help them to see that you enjoy the time you spend with them. You want to spend more time with them. So what are your family ties? What are those family bonds? Do you enjoy togetherness? If not, make that one of your priorities. Say you're going to have a game night once a week, or you're going to eat dinner together so many nights a week, or you're going to learn to do something new together, or you're going to go for a walk together every evening. Whatever it is, set that as one of your priorities. And then last on the list of priorities are your academic priorities. Those come after all of these other issues. Because these other issues are the issues of life and of the heart and of the systems God created for us. Academics is only going to serve us for a very short time. So don't make it your first priority. You can have the smartest kids in the world, but if they're lying cheaters who have no self-discipline, who cares how smart they are? It won't matter. You can be as smart as anything and end up in prison for the rest of your life because you're a terrible person. So academics come last, but they are important. We do need to teach our children things and they need to do certain things in school. What they need to do depends on what their future is. So you think about your own child's future. You've already begun with the end in mind. You should have jotted down on your cheat sheet what the end is that you're looking for. Start to prioritize academics based on that. 
Maybe you have a child who's ready to learn to read. And so your priority for that child for this year is to get them reading at a certain level or to have them read a certain number of books. Maybe it's the year to learn the multiplication tables. And so that's going to be your priority this year. You're going to work on your child memorizing those multiplication tables so that they can do each one all the way from their ones to their twelves in less than three seconds when you hold up an index card. Maybe that's your priority for this year. As your kids get older, there's going to be more priorities. You can have more than one academic priority per year. You definitely should because you're not just going to be doing one thing per year. But academics should come last. Okay, let's recap. All right, you have sat down with your paper and you have figured out what the end is. You're beginning with the end in mind. You have examined the strengths and weaknesses of each of your children and yourself. You have gathered all of the information you need, your state laws, the homeschooling method you're going to use, what kind of records you need to keep, testing requirements for your state, what curriculum you're using. Now you're going to identify the priorities that go along with some of those things. What does the spiritual growth of your family look like? Where are you and your spouse and your children on the trajectory of Christian maturity? Are you maturing each year? Are you maturing? Not your children. Are you maturing in Christ? Because if you're not, that should be your number one priority before you even consider homeschooling your children is that you begin to grow in Christ. And then what does your children's spiritual growth look like? Set out a plan for what you plan to teach them and a trajectory for them to go on. Secondly, character. What are your priorities for the character issues you see in yourself and your children? What needs to be strengthened even further? And what needs to really be worked on that is weak? Character is not something we can just let go. We have to work on that constantly with our children. So you've got your spiritual growth priorities, you've got your character issue priorities. What is your family like? Are you close? Do you spend time together? Do you enjoy each other? If not, find some new hobbies, have dinner together, learn something new, play games together, whatever it takes to prioritize your family. And last, academics. What does this year hold for each of your children and what academics do they need to focus on this year? And that's how you identify your priorities. So that's it for this episode. I hope this is helpful. I really want to encourage you to start back from the beginning and for each child, jot down on your cheat sheet some of the things we've talked through. You may need to go back and re-listen to these episodes two or three times just to keep on the right path of figuring these things out for your children and for yourself. Please feel free to ask me any questions you have. You can email me at dawn at onefaithfulmom.com. You are welcome to DM me on Instagram and please follow me on Instagram. I've set up a new Instagram just for the One Faithful Mom listeners. And you can find that at Instagram slash One Faithful Mom. And if you don't have your cheat sheet yet, go to onefaithfulmom.com slash begin. And next time we're going to hit the N in begin. And I'm going to tell you 
if you don't have your cheat sheet, I'm going to tell you what you must never, never, never do when you are homeschooling your children or just in your relationships with your children. I'm going to give you the one thing that I get asked the most, hands down, when anybody finds out we homeschool and tell you what you should never, ever do. So I want to encourage you to go grab your cheat sheets, start working on those so that when we get back together in our next episode, we can talk about that. Now, I hope you will join me next time. I will see you then. Thanks so much for listening to the One Faithful Mom podcast. For links to anything mentioned in today's podcast, please head over to onefaithfulmom.com for all the show notes. And be sure to follow One Faithful Mom on Instagram. We appreciate you and your desire to build strong and lasting relationships with your children. I hope you'll join us next time as my mom shares more teaching and encouragement to help you in your own journey of motherhood. Music is Blue Dawn, written and performed by my brother Thomas Ball. And I'm Jennifer. See you next time.